This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, September 30th. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Neil McMahon fails. Ag blasts Newsom. Buy American bills signed. Who's confirmed and who's not? Newsom vetoes a ban on backyard neonics. Governor Newsom has rejected a bill for banning the use of neonics for landscapes and gardens. In his veto message, the governor noted that the Department of Pesticide Regulation plans to evaluate non-agriculture uses of neonicotinoids next year. DPR is finalizing new regulations for on-farm uses this year. By statutorily prohibiting a pesticide at its use, this bill would circumvent California's regulatory process of establishing restricted materials, argued Newsom. He stressed that DPR has already taken significant steps to restrict neonics based on scientific review. The measure, AB 2146, raised industry fears that pests would spread from backyard trees to, to commercial groves, that despite exemptions for emergency use. Agriculture frustrated with Newsom reversal on UFW bill. Farm groups were disappointed with the governor signing a United Farm Workers bill this week. Soon after the legislature passed the measure, Newsom indicated he would veto it. But he buckled under pressure from President Joe Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who publicly pressured the governor to approve it. Western Growers President and CEO Dave Puglia called it shameful for Newsom to invoke Cesar Chavez, arguing AB 2183 unravels the labor icon's legacy. According to Ian LeMay, president of the California Fresh Fruit Association, there has been zero engagement with the agriculture industry from the Newsom administration of the bill. Agriculture's blasted the proposal for eroding the secret ballot process as well as First Amendment rights for employers. California Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson said forces farmers to choose to give up free speech and private property rights in a dubious trade to allow their employees a real voice in a union election. LeMay also uh, concerned about a legislative fix to Newsom's issues with the bill since it was drafted behind closed doors and without public input. He argued that agricultural employees throughout California will have no say in their future. Newsom signs Buy American bills. The governor has approved a measure requiring schools to purchase U.S. food products. It would grant exemptions only when the price of the foreign product is at least 25% less than the domestic bid. In this uh, signing message, Newsom said it would benefit the agriculture industry as well as workers, students, and teachers. Signing this bill, he said, sends a message that California supports using our taxpayer dollars to purchase healthy, high-quality, and safe food products, he said, adding that it supports markets for local producers. Yet any funding to implement the bill must navigate the budget process next year. The Ag Council sponsored the bill and applauded Newsom's approval. With the governor's action, California is leading the charge to implement a robust by American food procurement policy, particularly in public schools, said Ag Council President Emily Rooney. As a companion bill, AB 778 mandates other state institutions to incorporate California agriculture products in 75% of their food purchases by 2030. 
On that note, Newsom also signed a series of housing measures. One of those is AB 1654. It sets aside tax credits for farm worker housing projects. FTC states sue Syngenta and Corteva. Federal Trade Commission and 10 state attorneys general have sued Syngenta Crop Protection and Corteva for paying distributors to block competitors from selling, quote, cheaper generic products to farmers. The complaint filed yesterday in the U.S. District Court for the Middle District of North Carolina claims both companies use loyalty programs to force distributors to limit business with competing pesticide manufacturers. The companies are then able to raise the price of their food products, FTC alleges. By paying off distributors to block generic producers from the market, these giants have deprived farmers of cheaper and more innovative options. The word of FTC Chair Lena Khan in a release. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. House set to clear stopgap. Lawmakers are quickly wrapping up their pre-election business and hitting the campaign trail. By a voice vote last night, the Senate confirmed Jose Esteban to be USDA Undersecretary for Food Safety. Vincent Logan will be a member now of the Farm Credit Administration Board. Two trade-related committees important to agriculture are still pending. Doug McCallop to be Chief Agriculture Trade Negotiator at the Office of the U.S. Trade Representative and Alexis Taylor to be Undersecretary for Trade at USDA. Just in the nick of time, will Congress adverting another government shutdown, the House expected to pass a continuing resolution today that would keep the government funded until December 16th. Without the CR, funding for many agencies and programs would run out with the end of the 2022 fiscal year today. The Senate approved the stopgap spending bill 7225 yesterday, setting up today's final House vote. Following today's action, there will be no more votes in the House or in the Senate until after the midterm elections in November. FSA advises local offices on advancing equity. USDA's Farm Service Agency has sent a notice to its state and local offices laying out FSA's approach to ensuring racial equity in USDA programs. The notice follows a recommendation by USDA's Equity Commission to consider dismantling FSA's county committee system. The five-page notice distributed yesterday details definitions for key terms, including the difference between equality and equity. Equality uses the same strategies for everyone, but because people are situated differently, they are not likely to get the same outcomes. Equity uses differentiated and targeted strategies to address different needs to get to just outcomes, the document says. The notice goes on to define racial equity as a process of eliminating racial disparities and improving outcomes for everyone. It is the intentional and continual practice of changing policies, practices, systems, and structures by prioritizing measurable change in the lives of people of color. The document notes that the agency has hired its first full-time equity officer who will be the point of contact for state FSA offices. By the way, FSA Administrator Zach Ducheneau told lawmakers yesterday that the agency would give, quote, due consideration to the Equity Commission's recommendation. Here's today's He Said It. 
our pots are getting hotter and our dries are getting drier. That Governor Newsom, upon signing a raft of water and drought-related bills yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, September 30th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.